Welcome to Pursuing Biblical Masculinity, a podcast where we explore God's Word to uncover the disciplines we need to live out our faith. Our heart is to help men not just know Scripture, but to be able to put it into practice so that they can stand firm in the faith. So whether you're a longtime believer looking to grow deeper in your relationship with Christ, or you're new to the faith and looking to build on a solid foundation of biblical truths, you're in the right place. So today we're continuing our walk through the Sermon on the Mount. And we have finally made it to chapter 6 of the book of Matthew. And here we begin to see Jesus continue this comparing and contrasting of the religious leaders or the actions by the religious people of the day and what we as Christians, what we as, as believers are supposed to do differently. And if we kind of go backwards and look at some of the previous episodes, we were looking at the law and we were looking at Jesus showing what was being taught and then showing what God's original intent in the heart was behind the law. And today we're seeing that that similar type of contrast as we move into chapter six. And over the next few weeks, we're gonna be looking at topics like giving, prayer, fasting, uh, where's our focus and, and our monetary focus at, and then anxiety. And we're gonna look at it from this perspective and really what the world does and how we as Christians are supposed to be different. And today we're gonna be starting with the idea of giving specifically giving to the needy and doing it from the right heart. The truth is we all love to be recognized. It feels good when someone gives us a pat on the back or tells us good job or praises us because we do something well. And while this desire is not necessarily bad, when we do things in order to seek the approval of others for doing good, we're, we're looking in the wrong place and we're desiring things from a wrong heart. And so Jesus begins to tackle this today uh, in the section that we're going to read, Matthew chapter 6, verses 1 through 4, and how we need to not do things in order to be seen by men, but we need to do things in order to give glory to God the Father. So let's begin in chapter 6, verse 1 through 4. Beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them, for then you will have no reward from your Father who is in heaven. Thus... When you give to the needy, sound no trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may be praised by others. Truly I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your giving may be in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. There's this term that's been used throughout Christendom called piety, and it's it's a word that we don't necessarily use often in our culture today and when we do see that word being used it's often used in a negative connotation when when you call somebody pious you're usually referring to them as being holier than thou but that's not the original really meaning or usage of this word in fact the puritans and the the, the early church fathers used the term piety as as the quality of being religious or more importantly reverent living a life that is reverent it's about directing our thoughts and our actions in the right direction uh, or to live before the face of God, or quorum Deo. That is, that is what the, the idea of piety is, and it's something that we are called to as Christians, to live a life of Christian piety. And as we look at this scripture today, we can kind of see the difference between the negative, self-righteous form of piety and the true form of piety which Christ is calling us to. So looking at verse 1, Jesus says, Beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them, for then you will have 
no reward from your Father who is in heaven. The act itself is fine. When we do righteous things, when we give to others and serve others, that is a good thing. But if we do that thing in order to be seen by other people, we've got our priorities out of whack. So we really need to ask ourselves this question, who are we performing for? Are we doing it for the praises of man? Or are we doing it for the praises of God? Are we seeking the approval and the praise of people around us? Or are we seeking the approval of our Father? Because when we seek after the things from a worldly perspective, and we want that worldly praise and accolation, we forfeit our reward from our Father in heaven. Now this isn't to say if, if someone happens to see you and gives you a pat on the back, that's not a bad thing. But it's the intent of our hearts. Why are we doing what we're doing? Are we doing it so that others notice us? Or are we doing it because it's what Christ has called us to do? He continues in verse 2 saying, Thus when you give to the needy, sound no trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may be praised by others. Truly I say to you, they receive their reward. Again, the acts themselves are good. But our heart is what really matters. Where is our heart? So people would be making a show of it in the synagogues or making a show of it in the streets. Like, look at these amazing things I'm doing to help other people. Because they wanted people to look at them. They wanted people to lift them up and tell them how good they are. And honestly, we see a lot of this today. Unfortunately, we see a lot of it in the church, but we also see it in the world from people who aren't Christians, right? That, that kind of want to show themselves off as being holy or good, right? But we know in the book of Romans that none of us are good. We all fall short of God's glory. We're all sinners. And we're looking for the praise of other sinners. Well, that's, that's kind of silly if you really slow it down and think about it like that, because the only praise that actually means anything is the praise of a holy God. And God is more concerned about where our heart is and who gets the glory, him, not us, more than the actions itself. He wants us to do right things in the right way. It actually does matter. And as Christians, we need to take that very seriously. Jesus continues in verses three and four. It says, but when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing so that your giving may be in secret and your father who sees in secret will reward you. Jesus is helping us to realize the idea that if we linger in this idea or, or we, we make it known to ourselves what we're doing, pride can easily creep in. So we, we need to not let our left hand know what our right hand's doing. We don't need to linger here and think about how awesome it is uh, of the act that we're taking, but we just need to take the action and do it in a way that gives glory to God alone. Because if we linger here, pride will bubble up. Pride will want, to, want us to pat ourselves on the back. Pride will want us to turn from the Father to men and look for the praise of men instead. And the reality is, is God actually wants to bless us. Um, it says that, you know, it says that our Father who sees in secret will reward you. He wants to bless us for doing good things. He wants to bless us for honoring his word. He wants to bless us for for, for walking in the way that he has called us to walk. Now, this doesn't mean that you're going to, you know, receive a, a monetary blessing or a prosperous blessing. But what this means is that the Lord is going to bless you with his blessing. And it could be in a variety of different ways. I'm not God. I don't get to decide what the blessing is. I do know one thing. I would much rather have the blessing of my Father in heaven than the limited praise of man here on earth. The Westminster Shorter Catechism begins 
with this question, what is the chief end of man? And the answer to that question is man's chief end is to glorify God and enjoy him forever. So as we do things, as we give, as we step out and we serve others, we need to ask ourselves, what is our chief end? Are we doing this to glorify God or are we doing this to glorify ourselves? So let's apply this. In what ways do you seek the approval of people over the approval of God? Just get real honest with yourself. And as you get to that place of honesty, I want you to just pray and ask for forgiveness. This is an area I have to ask for forgiveness in all the time. And ask the Holy Spirit to keep your heart focused so that you can seek the Lord and His desires. And then the last thing, I want you to memorize the the first question and the answer of the Westminster Shorter Catechisms. Question one is, what is the chief end of man? And the answer is man's chief end is to glorify God and enjoy Him forever. And as you go about your week, and as you get opportunities to serve and opportunities to give, I want you to ask yourself, what is my chief end? And if your chief end is not to glorify God, to take a moment and ask the Lord to help you to shift your focus so that we do all that we do for His righteousness and His glory. So one of the best ways to apply the truths of Scripture to our lives is through coaching and mentorship. If you're a man looking to apply these to your life so that you can lead better in your own personal life, in your home, in your marriage, and at your work, then Christian coaching and mentorship is a great tool for you. If you'd like to learn more about how to get started with that, you can check us out at reformedandredeemed.org.